for the following podcast to make it think spoilers, strong language, graphic violence, and nudity. Your discretion is advised. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Jen. Yes, Miss Charlie Brown. <laughs> Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I, Brian Robert, you're reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. Happy birthday to you. Happy. Oh, sorry. sorry. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. What's going on, everybody? It's the 4 a.m. podcast, the movie podcast for dorks by dorks. I'm your host this week, Rob, joined by my friends, Brian, Tony, and Joe. This week, we had yet another sponsored episode. You guys are beautiful. Uh, And we have a quick email, very quick email I'm going to read off from the the person. I apparently closed the window because I suck at life. Mm -hmm. So let me just... Uh, uh, y'all can uh, just vamp while I open it up. Special birthday episode. Boo, boo, boo. There you go. That's what we're getting at here. All right, I got it. And it says, guys, I I am looking to sponsor an episode for Sister Act for my wife's birthday sometime in mid to late November. And that's from Matthew. Thanks, Matthew, for the sponsorship. And happy birthday to your wife sometime in mid to late November. Happy you know, birthday, are, are Jen. We can do do cameo where like you, you send us like five bucks and we'll we'll say something for you. Is that is that is that gonna happen? <laughs> I mean, I don't happened, see why not. So, yeah. I mean, basically he sent he sent twenty bucks and he's getting all four of us. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. makes all sense. Right. Kiddos, uh, this this episode we did watch Sister Act from whatever year it came out. Tony, what year? Ninety two. It? It was nineteen ninety two. Really? Yep. Wow. Wow, I thought this was like late 80s, to be honest, but uh, that makes sense, too. Uh, hey, guys, any of y'all have history with this film? I'll let you I'll let you decide amongst yourselves who's going to start with that. Um, yeah, I mean, this was this movie was like like an 12 year old Brian loved to love to show this movie. You know, it's it was like it was uh, Whoopi being in her like prime of being, you know, hilarious, whatever, you know, and it was like it was just awkward enough to where like. You know, it, it uh, people experiencing new things was like was like a cool, like funny, you know, feeling. So I loved this movie as a kid. Like I, I, I and I got a little, little choked up watching it because like, it brought me back to being like, that little kid, seeing it for the first time, or whatever. So like, yeah, nice. All right, Tony. Uh, kind of the same deal. I remember, you know, our parents renting this at a blockbuster or whatever. Um, we got to see it probably a couple times at least after that, either on, you know, USA or some kind of thing. And I, I remember enjoying it enough. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Um, 12 year old Joe was totally surprised by this movie. Um, at this point, 12 year old Joe was pretty much exclusively listening to Metallica and watching movies like Commando and Robocop. Uh, so I did not expect to, uh, you know, watch this. I mean, to enjoy this movie anywhere near as much as I did when I was 12. I think sadly, a lot of that also, besides the music actually being friggin' wonderful, a lot of that I think had to do with, uh, you know, Wendy McKenna as well. Uh, you know, you know, my comments about Sorsha from Willow apply to her. Okay. All right. Uh, now despite- I, that was, uh, Mary Roberts, right? Mary Robert. Yeah. Yeah. If I could also say, uh, this uh, since this movie, I don't think I've ever heard the song "My Guy" and not heard "My God." Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's, it's been "My God" from that point on. Yeah. 
Which is funny because I didn't remember that they changed the lyric for the movie. I thought it was still my guy. But despite my track record, I do actually remember seeing this film with my family. Wow. Yeah. I only remember seeing this movie once. And uh, the only part of it I remember is like the last song at the end. The I'll Follow Him song. That's really Mm -hmm. all I remember about the movie. Um, But I do remember that it was not like there were no embarrassing parts where i felt embarrassed watching it with my family but mm-hmm. that's really it i didn't really have any other memory of this film so uh yeah i gotta say i've um i can't tell you how many times i've youtubed the songs and listened to them but it's it's quite a few wow okay that's cool Secret uh, guilty pleasure of joe's that's okay uh i may have done that after i finished watching the movie i may have watched uh-huh. a couple couple of the songs again uh tony we got some movie history with this movie uh we do excuse me so originally this movie is going to star bet midler believe it or not i believe it yeah i I actually totally believe that too Mm because it seemed pretty clear fairly early on this time watching it that it was not intended for Whoopi goldberg but uh anyway uh paul rudnick the screen writer for this movie. Paul uh, Rudnick? Uh, Rudnick. Rudnick. Chronicles of however, Rudnick. Oh, I forgot to mention. I'm sorry. This uh, it was directed by Emil Ardenino, who did Dirty Dancing and Three Men and a Little Lady. Um, but yeah, anyway. It's basically the same movie. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, so, Paul Rudnick uh, was the screenwriter, and when he was working on this, he... Uh, actually, did some is spent some time in an actual convent in Bethlehem, Connecticut, where oh, he, really? uh, yeah, where he spent time with a sister. Um, How many sisters uh, does he have? Uh, I'm missing. Uh, I'm missing your name now, but uh, a sister Hart, who was actually a uh, actress and a singer and a dancer in Hollywood prior to joining the nunnery. Uh, and in fact, she is still, or at least at the time, was still a member of the uh, Academy. So, like, her and the other nuns would get together in Academy season and watch screeners. Hmm. Cool. Uh, when Whoopi Goldberg was hired on for this, she had some some of her dialogue she had to rewrite and got some help from Carrie Fisher. Uh, the two of them had a lot of trouble getting some of it past the Disney executives. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. Until Carrie Fisher apparently told her, like, we got to stop this because we're getting, quote, I'm getting into, sorry, you're getting into a pissing contest with people who have actual dicks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's Carrie Fisher. (laughs) Yep. Why wasn't that line in The Force Awakens? (laughs) (laughs) It's a good question. Uh, apparently, no surprise here, but uh, Disney and the guys also got some serious backlash when there was a serious lawsuit put against this movie because a, a man claimed that he was plagiarized uh, and he had a book called A Nun in a Closet, which was very closely related to this. And supposedly he had talked to some executives about making this movie and so on. And, but uh, but he, it eventually he was... got made as nuns on the run. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, the lawsuit continued. Like you know, he went to court several times. Uh, he even turned down a couple million dollar settlements because uh, he wanted you know credit for this. But uh, he kept getting shot down because basically Disney has enough money to do that. Uh, well played, dumbass. You could just taken the money and ran. Mm-hmm. Eh, well, he's you know he's got morals. Um, His name Jack Kirby. 
Mm. Uh, the movie never explains where the last name of Van Carter comes from. Cartier. Uh, or Cartier, sorry. Why does it need to? It, it doesn't exactly, but if you notice at the beginning of the movie, when she's a kid, uh, we get the we get her full name and that mm. is not part of it. And then later on, that's just on there. I just it's assumed it was her stage name. Stage name. Yeah. yeah right. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. And that's what a lot of people suspect, but whatever. Um, this movie also became a uh, stage musical for a little while, which will be Goldberg did pick, take part in, but in that part, she played mother superior instead. Hmm. And so she wouldn't have to sing. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Last but not least, my favorite bit of trivia, which was, uh, since a lot of this was actually filmed in Reno, the actresses spent a lot of time running around just in nun habits, doing whatever they wanted to do, including uh, Kathy Najini and Wendy Melika, who, I guess, in their hotel room, decided they were going to order some room service. And when the guy got there, they were blaring really loud porn. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, just to fuck with them just they were like you know like i'm gonna get i'm gonna answer the door you sit on the bed turn the porn on turn it to 10 all right i guess they had a bet with each other and uh one of them cracked i forgot which one but anyway they should have been like i want to tip you but i i have no other way to pay <laughs> i think we can work something to just fuck with them <laughs> they, might have, they might have brian yeah, i didn't it's... get the whole story so. can i make you some of my spa peggy and meatballs <laughs> but yeah uh anyone want to guess at how much money this movie costs to make uh i'm gonna say whoopies in it i'm gonna say 25 million dollars dang it that's what i was gonna say um i was feeling 20 whoopi goldberg in our prime 20, yeah, we'll go with 20. 28. Yeah, 28. Good idea. It was $31 million. Uh, Want to guess how much it made worldwide? I'm um, going to say $190 million. I'm going to say this, this did better in home sales, so I'm going to go with the magic number 69. Ooh. Uh, I feel like it did higher than 190. I'm going to go with uh, just, just an even 200. All right. First of all, I'm uh, shocked and embarrassed, Rob, that you would say 69 on this holy movie. That's just wrong uh, mm. and totally wrong because it was actually 231. Wow, oh, dang. Uh, woo, woo. So, badow. Mm-hmm. It's quite a return on the investment. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right. Ah, what did we know, get for our investment? Want to know who we got in this Jimber Jam? We actually got a pretty good cast. So uh, we got Whoopi Goldberg as Dolores Van Cartier, Maggie Smith as Mother Superior. Who's been uh, 80 since her, <laughs> she was born. Well, much like Morgan Freeman, the first time she saw herself in a mirror, she became old <laughs> and has remained ever since. It's like a reverse oh. Dorian Gray. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got uh, yeah Maggie Smith as Mother Superior, Kathy Najimy as uh, Mary Patrick, Wendy McKenna as Mary Robert. Uh, Harvey Keitel as Vince LaRocca, uh, Bill Nunn as uh, Eddie Souther, and I'm going to give a special shout out to Mary Wicks, just killing it as Mary Lazarus, the old choir director. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the um, the lady from Wedding Singer, the old lady that w- w- with the meatballs, I think she was in the choir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she might have been. I didn't look that up, but that did look... Mm-hmm. 
I know the one you're talking about. Did look like And the one uh, Joe was talking about actually was in uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame from Disney as well. She was mm. one of the gargoyles. Has a very oh, distinct voice. Oh. Yeah. All right, so want to start this thing off? Yeah. A young Dolores, not yet Van Cartier. In school. That little girl looked just like Whoopi, too. That was Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. a very good Whoopi Goldberg uh, I was going to say, and this actually was uh, another thing I found out, is they reused her for an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, where they turn into kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember okay. that episode, right. yeah. But that was like, the one where everyone's freaking out, except for Guinan's like, I haven't been a kid in forever. I'm just going to enjoy this shit. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, a, like... That's when Wonder Woman and Batman fall in love, right? Yes. Okay. Uh... Wow. When, when when people Cut. become children? Yes. They're, they're actually, there's an episode of Justice League yeah. where they get turned into... Yeah, anyway. Uh, um, but yeah, I was going to say, like, that is a... That was really good casting, because that totally... She totally looked like her. She had that smile. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she's at tasked with uh, naming the apostles. You know, she's got John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Yeah. Madam Chang... Yep. Nuns oh. like, you got any idea what girls like you become? And uh, they become lounge singers, apparently, in yeah. Reno. Exclusively. Right to that. Exclusively. <laughs> yes. There's no other path. Yep. Yep. And I love this performance of, a, you know, review of various, uh, various songs here, um, which there's like this one guy that kind of looks like a trucker Santa who couldn't give a shit about what's going on. Then you got like a pseudo Bashemi like sitting there and everyone else is just playing slots or whatever so by the end like she's putting in between the lines of heat wave like you guys don't give a shit let's get the hell out of here (laughs) (laughs) at the end she gets like a half-hearted clap from like three people i do wonder with trucker santa like because he's sitting right up there on the stage Mm -hmm. like what the hell are you doing so maybe he oh go ahead rob no is it just me or did this like music sequence go on way too long well it's because it's they're doing a little bit of a lot of songs it feels a lot longer it was really only like a minute but yeah, like i think is, they're setting up every song you're gonna hear throughout the rest of the mm-hmm. movie that's fair so... but at the same time it's like you could tell it was bad lip syncing mm-hmm. so i think that kind of took me out of it and i'm just like sitting there like how many songs are they gonna make me watch Whoopi goldberg not mm-hmm. sing until you know yeah no i i kind of agree well i, I think about, it, about about Whoopi. like they may that may have been her 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 her, her vocal because it did sound a little bit like her but like just the other heavily coached yeah well yeah yeah, yeah it was in a, in a studio not on a stage yeah. yes right yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i was gonna say whether it's her or not it was not done there but i know mm-hmm. one of the other ones is an actual fucking singer um yeah and i that doesn't surprise me at all but uh, obviously the focus was on Whoopi. yeah and uh, just truth be told, the whole the whole movie up to like when she gets to the convent kind of was a drag for me. That's fair. Um, yeah. Um, so a few things I didn't remember about this movie is that the pacing of it is really weird in that the part that everyone remembers is really like the last 45 minutes of the movie. Right. Like it takes a while to get there. And um, should we call it the uh, I think with the this first musical number feeling longer is because you know you're gonna get some good stuff later so you're kind of like I don't, I don't really want to watch this part i think there's there might be like an implicit bias in there yeah. but I, anyway I, I get why it was there because like it literally because one they have to have a, a medley number to show to yeah. show that you know she knows different songs then they have to explain that she's the one who came up with all that stuff afterwards so it's like you kind of see it in action 
Yeah. So that when it happens in the end of the movie, you're like, okay, I I know I know where this came from because mm. she she does that. So yeah, I like I understand why it was there, and there's certainly Hello? merit for that. You're, you're, you're here, Tony. Tony. We hear you. Sorry. Yeah, I understand. Like, and there's there's merit for it being there. I just was not. Yeah. Not not engaged with the movie at this point. And grab you. plus, yeah. you have to establish Harvey Keitel as the bad guy and have him get his bad guy heat. Because really, in the last it's half of the hard, movie, though. you almost forget about him. You do forget about me. Yeah. Yeah. For like a while. Um, and, and indeed, Dolores, the character, forgets about him. So it kind of makes sense. So anyway, so uh, we meet. Um, what's his name here? Uh, Vince LaRocca. And he's, uh, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, getting Vince a divorce Corpo. from his wife and uh, marrying uh, Dolores here. But, you know, he's not going to do it right now. And, uh, you know, he's stringing Dolores along. So Dolores is like, fuck it, I'm leaving. Uh, but he's like, all right, I'll give her a gift. I'll send my best two thugs to her dressing room, have them hit on the other two backup singers, and give uh, her this really nice coat that he just stole from his wife's closet. <laughs> Dude, it's got her name in it. Yeah, like, like her wife's not going to see her in that one day and beat her ass. Well, chances are he probably he probably buys his wife dumb shit like that all the time. She probably has yeah. like, hundreds of those fucking super that's true like she might not have ever actually worn them well yeah he's thinking she has so much crap she's not going to notice it's missing and he's also not paying enough attention himself to realize she probably has her name and everything so all right can can we just say um while mink is disgusting and i do not condone you know the murder of animals just to make a fur coat that you could easily make out of other stuff that was a bomb ass coat though (laughs) <laughs> that was, but the one she was wearing afterwards was scary looking. That looked the like gold the gold LeMay one. one. Yeah, that looked like no, yeah. not even that one. The one that looked like it was from Ghostbusters Two. Oh, the one that, yeah, that comes alive and runs yeah. down the street. Because of Ghostbusters <laughs> Two, I'll always be afraid of those. Yeah, that's awful. With like just yeah. tails hanging off of it and crap. Yep. So we meet this guy Ernie, who um, you know, he's uh Vince's limo driver, and he went to the cops and. Turns out a lot of guys, Vince's guys go to the cops, but they're only there for like 20 minutes. But this guy was there for like three hours. And, um, Why you know, a lot of his guys go to the cops. That's uh, that's that's well, Rom from, from, from Deep Space Nine. Yes, it is. Yep. That's I wrote Quark's brother because I couldn't remember his name. You know, I, oh, wow. I, now that you say it out loud, I totally recognize the face. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny because yeah. the cop in this was in, uh, I think it was Deep Space Nine as well. So you got a whole little... It's a freaking Star Trek jamboree around yeah. here. Um, so like gargoyles, well, man. All those guys are going to the cops because there's this guy, them. Lieutenant Souther, who's like dedicated to catching Vince, and he's he's constantly like talking to all his guys. Um, so long story short, Dolores goes up to like tell off Vince and uh, catches um, Ernie getting shot, like right as she comes in the door, and then. Vince is like, oh, you came to apologize, you know, and you like the coat. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I did. And gets out of there. And then Vince's guys are like, yo, uh, <laughs> she's going to tell the cops. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, we should probably go kill her. <laughs> what you think? <laughs> I like that Vince was fooled, but his guys, his goons are relatively on point in this movie. They're like, yeah, it's not going to work. <laughs> so they chase what? her down. Well, Vince is just an arrogant prick. So again, he's just like, I told her not to. I'm sure that's totally cool. Yeah. Like, nope. Um, so 
he uh his goons chase her down and um you know they a chase through a kitchen ensues um and then she climbs out a ladder that just goes to the street and gets a taxi uh, like sure you know it's called interesting. An escape ladder joe that's what it's yeah. for i mean <laughs> honestly like uh, I, I think a lot of casinos would probably have stuff like that i would figure if you had that that would go a little further from your casino than just directly outside but um whatever it works so she gets away, she goes to the cops, and she's talking about, um, you know, the uh, that she saw a guy get shot, all that. And the police are like, yo, real talk, the last two people who came here uh, are, are dead. So, um, <laughs> you know, we got to hide you. And um, she's like, no, I'm not going to talk. Like, And he's like, no, I, I promise I'll, I'll, I'll find a good spot to hide you and cut to San Francisco in the nunnery. So... Um, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg uh, is now, or I'm sorry, Dolores is now being dropped off at St. Catherine's convent in San Francisco because Vince will never look in a convent and she has to pretend to be a nun. And, it's and like she's a, like, what's oh, that? Sorry. Well, I was just saying, it was, it's like a super rundown convent. It's like, yep. It's like the orphanage that's about to be closed and turned into a ski resort or something. Yeah, there is a literal fortification in front of it of just dead cars and trash. <laughs> yes. Like, it's high enough that it would actually, like, withstand an attacking force. Uh, yeah. So. Well, I like, at one point, we kind of grazed past this, but at one point, they're uh, uh, they're trying to clean up the thing, and they're taking down, like, all kinds of iron fences from, like, mm. the walls and the windows and everything. Yeah. Like, at the point you're putting those up, leave. Just leave. You yeah. have lost the war. Right? Um. So... Dolores is like, you crazy? These people don't even have sex. And um, and Maggie Smith comes in, his mother superior, with that uh, that bitch face that only Maggie Smith can conjure up. Really I don't good. care who you are. When you're staring down the barrel of that thing, you're listening to Maggie Smith. I don't care what she's she's telling you to do. Those eyes are so far apart. Yeah, <laughs> they're not even looking the same direction. Well, one of them's looking at you, and one of them's like looking for like the next thing she's gonna say to you or whatever. It's like how her, her wit stays that far ahead. Um, so I, yeah, unfortunately, I was thrown a little because recently someone made a comment about it wasn't about her, but it was about someone that looks like Sloth from the Ice Age movies. <laughs> That's all I could hear. I know. It's terrible. I'm All sorry, right. Maggie so, Smith, wherever you are. <laughs> things get off to a rocky start. We're basically like, Maggie Smith's like, yo, we promise to protect you, but uh, that's about all that we're going to do to accommodate you. You got to actually be a nun, and um, you know, and I'm going to hold you to all the rules that I hold all the other nuns. Yeah, and to make this legit, like, we're not even telling the other nuns, you have to act like you're a nun coming in here. Yeah, which, um, I mean, makes sense. makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Um, you know, I would have I would have done a little bit different of a indoctrination, like maybe had her not really be isolated, but not expect her to do all the regular nun stuff for, you know, for I don't a few know, man. days. Got another yeah, mouth that? to feed. That's it. Yep. man. You gotta, That's you're going to eat. You're going to work. Yeah. Well, no, but I'm, I don't know if this is quite what Joe's getting at, but I would also have like maybe at least taken a day or two to be like, all right, what happens if I say this what ha you know what if i tell you to yeah. do this what do you do so you don't have her yeah. 
getting caught what, off guard by all this crap. What should a nun be doing in this situation? I mean, just right. even just the fact that the nun is essentially mm. doing the cop's job of saying, like, this is your name, this is, you know, uh, this is your backstory. Like, they don't even fully do that because she mm. comes up with, you know, I was in a convent in Reno on the fly. And it's like, you should have this worked out, yeah. guys. Um, sis, she's Sister Mary Clarence. And um, we we immediately just, like, tell her she's just, we get her nunned up. She's, you know, protesting about that. She doesn't like her new holster hips. Which and, the habit was actually uh, way nicer looking than the gold lame. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, one thing I like with the habits, how it relates to the acting in this movie, is that like, it focuses so much on the face. Yeah. And I think that enhances a lot of how like lines are delivered in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's also it's- interesting because in this, particularly in this movie, she has such like wild blown out hair. Yeah. So that, then to have it all like, you know, pushed down and yeah, again, just focused on the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, it puts a good contrast between like Maggie Smith's just like, like, I hate you face and Whoopi Goldberg's like, I'm, you know, I'm outraged all the time face. <laughs> and um, so anyway, we go to lunch, right? And uh, we need some fat chat rulings here. So lunch clearly sucks. Yeah, it's some sort of that looks like chili, but like with all the fun taken out. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably some bland ass stew. So it's a white bean chili. Yeah, um, it's that same slop that like uh, Ignacio's serving everyone yes. in Nacho Libre. Uh, <laughs> it's it's convent you know, slop. No, I've had diarrhea since the Easter's. Where are the chips? <laughs> the Someone Lord's stole chips. them. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I kind of want to watch that now. (laughs) 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 So, all right. She does the, like, so we got this, this woman, uh, sister Mary Patrick, who is just this, this large, like super happy, just boisterous lady who, you know, I I love Mary Patrick, but she's just like, oh, since we got a, you know, this, this new nun here, why doesn't she do the blessing for our food today? Yeah, see, this is why I don't like her. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd be immediately like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Is this a fat chat question? <laughs> yeah, so, no, no, we're getting to that. So, okay. Sister Mary Clarence is like, all right, I got this. And she doesn't have it. She starts off reasonably strong, and it turns into, like, mixtures of the Our Father and Hail Mary and yeah. Pledge of Allegiance. Just say whatever Jesus-y things you can think of. Yeah, and- yeah oh. but that's so wrong. Like, this, first of all, from someone who hates public speaking in generally, like number one rule, don't make it longer than it needs to be yeah. what she's doing. And number two, you know, I understand you got to fake the funk here, but you know, some of that shit is like from is, you know, like something you read in a courthouse. It does not mm-hmm. make it religious. Just stop. So, Just, you know, thank you for this food. Mm-hmm. Bless our family. Bless our friends. Bless our neighborhood. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Blessings are, are a get in and get out affair. Everyone yeah. wants the food. So anyway, so now she's like, this food sucks. <laughs> so Mother Superior's like, all right, then uh, we're going to spend the afternoon in silence and you're going to fast. <laughs> so, all right, what do we think Think of the, the food denial there by um, by Mother um, Superior? I would have I spazzed the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That, like, that might have broke me. Like, uh, <laughs> like, because, like, out of all the shit I got to put up with, like, yes, this is saving my life, you know, whatever, whatever. Yep. Like, like. The only comfort I'm gonna have in all of this is what I eat. Yeah, <laughs> and you're now gonna first give me shit, and then like take it from me. So I don't mm. even have that. 
I'd have been mad. But again, <laughs> so, it's it's like dealing with a child, though. She's you know, yeah. we're trying to help you out here, and then she's like, "Well, this this is garbage." She's like, "We don't talk like that. Be quiet." And then she's like, "Well, this is terrible." And like, all right, fine, fuck it. You can go to your room without your dinner. Think about right. what you did. Well, that's so, exactly what it is because if yeah. it's not if it's not voluntary, it's not fasting. It's just somebody's yeah <laughs> somebody's denying you dinner. <laughs> it's torture at that point. Well, all right, yeah. so we have to rule for fat court here. Like who's who's the foul going to? Is the foul on Dolores or is the foul on Mother Superior? I'd I'd put a foul card on both their plates because mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, it's food in front of your face. You know you got to at least put in the old mm-hmm. college shy. Um, yellow card or red card? I'll put a yellow card for uh for uh uh Mary uh for Mary Clarence. Yeah, Mary Clarence, and I'll do a mm-hmm. red card for Maggie Smith. Okay. I- I'm gonna. I'm also doing a, a yellow card on Sister Mary Clarence there, cause I, I I was gonna get into this more a bit later, but like a lot of her bitching, especially in the beginning, why it's totally understandable, cause she's totally getting thrown into this without any like preparation or anything, and it's very different than what she's used to. But at the same time, it's like this is voluntary. You wanna you're if you walk out the door, you're probably gonna get shot. But you can leave anytime you want. Mm, I don't think so because because she is a witness for the police, so she's under their custody. Yeah, she can't leave. Well, she can't leave. <laughs> no, but well, she's not supposed to. But like, I don't think the police can force her to do that. Uh, like, yeah, you can decline witness protection. The police can't force that on you unless you've committed a crime yourself. At which point, they could just be like, well, "All yeah. right, well then, you're under arrest." But. <laughs> But the important yeah, thing is, but that's, uh, it, this is for her own good. You yeah. can you can tell somebody they can't eat next time, but you can't take food away once you put it in front of them. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's the judgment I'm comfortable with. Because yeah, Mary Clarence should have known better than to talk shit about food immediately. Like yeah. that's one you know they're hosting you. You don't just immediately insult their cooking, no matter how bad it is. Right. Ask for the salt before you bitch about it. Yeah. And then you know. But, then the uh yeah but depriving that person of the food immediately who's gone through the ordeal that's a red card i'm mm-hmm. saying fuck that patience <laughs> and grace are tenants y'all supposed to be teaching this person yeah. is not actually a nun has not actually gone through any school and shit so she, she's a lay person you give her patience and you give her grace give her a fucking food <laughs> all right fucking so food. Well, that's what we're saying that's why oh, are, are you oh, saying yeah. you're saying red card on uh maggie smith and then yes. like no foul on uh on mary clarence correct that's okay, so we're all in agreement that that Mary Smith is def. I mean, um, Maggie Smith is definitely more at fault here. Oh yeah, absolutely. In, in the case of the uh, the lunchtime fasting, but well, yeah, Ryan's think- talking on a, a level of so- something different. We're all merely yeah. talking fat chat rules. <laughs> yep. Well, he's yeah. he's well, talking like about common decency. Yeah, patience and grace oh. don't really fall into that category. It's it's every it's every stomach for itself. Yeah, <laughs> fat chat ain't a game. <laughs> it's a life but again like a lot of this comes down to you don't just put her in front of the whole classroom without telling her you know uh, how she's su- expected to act here because mm-hmm. you know this woman wasn't like raised in a barn she she can follow the rules she can learn this mm-hmm. stuff but they just toss her in there and then she starts swearing you're like yeah but hey. at the same time it's not like it's not like the convent is a halfway house for people in this situation. It's like this happened just as quickly for them too. They just oh, chose. Yeah, to but I'm like, just hey, saying this is why they should have like taken an extra day to be like, all right, before you go out there, 
uh, you know, maybe for the first couple of days, you could even try and say you're, you know, uh, deciding to be silent uh, or whatever, a vow of yeah. silence. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, like, and uh, no swearing, no, you know, go over the stuff and be like. But, but I think this falls ultimately under the category of if all of this, then no movie. Right. Yeah, uh, I suppose so. Yep. And, um, you know, maybe the first day get her get her like a Big Mac. And then be yeah. like, "All right, well, that's the that's the last time you're having one of those. Get used to some shitty food." And she'd be like, "This is this is way more salty than the yeah. than the <laughs> yeah, mush, you guys." I wouldn't even go food. as far as give her a Big Mac. I would just be like, you know, "Hey, this is going to be our food, but uh, you know what? Yeah, you, just deal with it because this is yeah. what you're getting, or you get nothing." All right, so I, I, to... I would also argue that wouldn't make it not having a movie. It would just it, it would you know. It wouldn't be as sensational and as easy to follow, yeah. but no, the right and, answer, guys, for everyone would have been <laughs> make her ass cook. That's mm, that is the ultimate, mm. uh, the correct response. Right. You don't like the food, you do the cooking. So we, there's a second part to this case. Mm-hmm. If I'm also though, if I'm not mistaken, one of those ladies who might have been the cook, I think, is one of the uh, cooking staff in Orange is the New Black, so she should have known what she was doing. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, she, she hadn't learned, she had learned, learned yet. Yeah. Learned here for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, her, that that cooking about... got her in prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a hard fall from grace. So yeah. you're saying there was a definite fat chat foul going on here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've, we've all agreed. Definite fat chat foul. All right. <laughs> she got arrested Se- for that shit. Second part of the case. Um, we immediately go to the garden where everyone's being silent, but you know, you, you still, you get a good like view of the different characters. You got Mary Robert, who's shy. You have, um, you know, Mary, uh, Patrick, who's uh super happy. And then you have Mary Lazarus, who's just like, like an old hardened, like battle nun. That's the um, reason they call her Lazarus. <laughs> yeah. Who's just, she's just grumpy at everything. Which is right, kind of funny. Game. I'm playing a battle nun. Battle Nun, yeah. Yes. No, would I play um the Zombicide, the medieval variant? I love the Battle Nun. That's my character. Well, I suppose technically I kind of just did play one. <laughs> you really did, yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so can I, can I point out something a little funny? Uh huh. Um, I mentioned nuns on the run earlier. Yeah. Uh, Mary Lazarus looks pretty similar to me to Eric Idle when he was. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That is terrible. Also, um, the uh, the uh, what's shy girl Mary Roberts? Yeah, Mary Robert. Anyone know why she has different habit? She hasn't taken the vows yet. She's a nun in training. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that I just wasn't sure on. Which is what I used to justify the crush I had on her when I was twelve. Because <laughs> she um, was still some. She wasn't totally nun yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, also, w- I don't think you need to just you can have a crush on a nun. They just can't res- reciprocate. Mm-hmm. It makes it e- extra naughty, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so it's extra naughty. So, anyways, unless they get um, that ruler by then, you can, yeah. Anyway, so uh, after everyone's called in, uh, Mary Clarence steals a tomato from the garden. Mm-hmm. Is this a fat chat foul? Because I ate your food. I mean. Yeah, I mean, stealing anything is a foul, but... But you deprived I mean, a hungry person of their lunch. How long has she been deprived for? 12 hours? That's probably the same day. That's the same <laughs> day. That was like, that was like yeah, an hour later. Like an hour and a half later? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like, yeah. When, when you're hungry, like, you do what you gotta do to eat. So yeah. I get that. Now, her, she's just being like, 
like like petty and stubborn at that point mm-hmm. to, to, to take take because you you can make it a night without eating like you, you yeah. it's it's not yeah. that hard to do yeah. like I think we've she's all getting done a it. yellow card for that for yeah, sure like yeah besides Although, like, all right. like a, a tomato by itself like like I mean I know it's, it, it's a fruit so you know okay mm-hmm. but like come on you you gotta like put it yeah mashing up some uh, put it in, in the pot for a while well I mean. Brian, this was a Catholic church, and we all know <clears throat> Catholics, Italians, um, and uh, they eat tomatoes like apples, man. They don't, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, like, I think we're also in a bit of a it, balancing it out, because whatever was in that plate was probably little more than a mashed potato with some seasoning. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, at the same time, it's like, well, the whole thing was that she's supposed to learn that there are people in the world that don't get to eat. Yeah. At all, so yeah, it's definitely she's getting a yellow card for this one. All right, so th- she comes in kind of like a petulant child at first. Mm-hmm. Bill, Bill Nunn's getting a yellow card later too, but uh... yep. All right, so uh, she steals the tomato. Her, um, Vince is like, "Yo, I'm still in this movie. Put out 250k hit for uh, Dolores." Um, he's talking to his lawyer, and his lawyer's like, "Yo, I can't hear that." La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, like, like oh, Sa- <laughs> yeah, Souther comes up to him, drives up with his giant cheeks, and he's like, "Yo, you should be real scared." And then giant drives off. Giant town car. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I got something real scary hidden in there, in my pouches. It's um, <laughs> like Spider Man's not a menace. Yeah, and then um, Vince is like, "Yo, they got the Del- he's got Dolores in there." <laughs> You gotta get her back. I am now just picturing him as a giant hamster that he has faces that he stuffs in his cheeks. Yeah. So, um, we see Dolores' accommodations is a uh, a dookie splattered cell, and um, dookie splattered. Come on. uh, All right. At one point, feces were on those walls. It it's been cleaned, (laughs) but it looks dookie stained. All right. It's Those not... nuns. Yeah. <laughs> Those nuns are notorious wall shitters. <laughs> no, it's a dirty ass cell. Yeah, to All be right. fair, if this has been around for ages, God yeah, only it's, knows. It's, it's dingy. I wouldn't call it dinky yeah. splatter. I mean, it gets a room. <laughs> it's... All right, it's a dingy room. I'm being a little facetious. Yeah, it's, it's a but dingy anyway. room, period. There's like, there's, yeah, there's no yep. furniture. There's no, you know, no real accommodations other than so, a bed and a camp. Yeah. Barry Clarence is like, here's your cell, um, and here's a shit talking for good measure. Think about your life. Think about what led you here. Think about why someone's trying to kill you. Good night. Slam. <laughs> yeah, stop being a bitch. Yeah. Um. So then. Yeah, car. Think about your future. <laughs> so we cut to the next day. Um, the like I said, the church is just the front of it is buried in garbage. Um, and we meet the choir. And uh, th- well, first off, the the Monsignor is just like, oh, there's no one here. Everything sucks. Church <laughs> like, is covered in scaffolding. Where is everyone? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, what, what sad times have befallen us? We need a hero. Here's the choir. I will not be the guy from Eleanor Rigby, damn it! <laughs> I will say, though, the Monsignor in this is kind of like, he's kind of a cool, chill guy. I do. He is. I, do I like him. I like this guy. He's yeah, just. He's, he is performing he, some sad Zachary at this time. Yeah, he's a broken man right now when we first meet him. And um, the uh, we meet the choir, and God, it sucks. 
But it's it is funny to listen to though, because like I like how everyone's just belting out whatever note they feel like and yeah. whatever octave they feel like. And um, should we call it? now uh, Dolores calls Souther. Souther's like she's like get me out of here. Souther's like uh uh-uh. uh, you just gotta stay here for a little bit longer and don't call me again. And then uh, Souther's buddies are like, yo, where you got Dolores? And he's like, yo, I ain't telling anyone, not even the Pope foreshadowing dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah um so now we get like arts and crafts time where dolores can't put a bead on a wire oh wait if i could also mention though, uh when they had this conversation with them it's because they see uh notifications put up that they're looking for dolores oh that's right yeah uh like as family members that will mm-hmm. pay for any information dead or alive <laughs> yep i found that at a pawn shop um so now they're doing arts and crafts and um mary clarence here is telling the other girls about uh you know working with hookers in reno getting out on the streets and helping people and you find out that the uh the other nuns are really excited about that idea like they really want to go out and help like the the blighted neighborhood that they're in Mm. and mary clarence i mean i'm sorry mother superior is like yeah that ain't happening um i'm gonna snatch her out of this conversation and tell her how it is it's basically like dolores is like yo let them go out of the walls and just like the walls are the only things that protect us like it's just fucking white walkers out there (laughs) (laughs) yeah this this was a little weird because i i feel like they needed to add some some backstory to maggie smith yeah something happened to her to make her feel like this because I appreciate that she's like protective of all the nuns, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like that's what you're supposed you're supposed to be out there doing stuff. You're that's not. Yeah. The, so the, yeah, the yeah, only thing like we we get of that is later on when she's you know doing her resignation. She says like I've seen this before. It goes away, and like you know we're so it's it's not going to matter in the long run. But I'm like, if that's how you feel, you should really like not have the vows anymore because like that's right, true. Need, yeah, you should be. Now you're I just wearing say, a costume. Yeah. I, I will say this might also go to a thing that's a little lost on us because of, you know, back in late 80s, early 90s, when it seemed like a lot of places like California were viewed as war zones mm-hmm. for a lot of people. So oh, I, maybe that plays into it more. I, I do love in the early 90s, you get the... um. You get like future California, like Demolition Man starts in like California, 1997, and it's literally everything's on fire. Yeah, <laughs> it's just an active battle. Yeah, I well, mean, yeah, the same thing for like Predator Two. They were off by 23 yeah, years. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not totally wrong. Yeah. But... All right. So now she has to do chores. We get a chore montage. The movie's montages are pretty all right. We also, yeah. uh, just to throw in, we get uh, Sister Lazarus talking about her previous convent was uh, like a hell zone or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to this, it's the Hilton. Yeah, it's like, it was great. I loved it. It's hell on earth. She's, yeah. a, she's, a, she's a Dwight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, she kind of is. Yeah. So um, now we Mary Robert comes by to visit um, Dolores and gives her a little alarm clock that says, uh, get out of bed, Daisy Head. Um, that will get her up at five o'clock because that's when they get up. Okay. And uh, yeah, fuck that indeed. Those <laughs> those days of Joe's day. life are done. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Screw yeah. that, man. Yeah, Rob get gets out at, at four, <laughs> <laughs> three thirty usually. 
I, yeah, I, I don't I wake want to up talk about when it. I wake up now. Like I don't even set alarms mm-hmm. anymore. Like yeah. So um how is that working out for you currently, Brian? I mean, you know, I don't have a job, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean yeah. like are you able to keep track of days at all? Do you oh, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, you I, have I, any I, kind of... I have a schedule of things I do, but like they don't start till like eleven o'clock or twelve o'clock. Like Okay. All right. So Mary Roberts like I've got I feel like I've got something special that I could give the world, you know, inside me. I want to share it, but I can't. And Mary Roberts like, I'll remember that for later. That's going to be your plot line. Now get out of my room because it's time for Nocturnal Nun Adventures. (laughs) (laughs) And she sneaks out of the convent and fucking um, like starts going across the street. And Mary Robert is is right on her tail and just sucks at stealth. I don't know how this is working. So bad. But. Well, maybe Mary Robert actually has like a sneak of like a hundred, but like it's like in um, Skyrim where you're clearly not behind cover or in the shadows or anything, but no one notices you anyway. (laughs) So I guess that's what's going on. Um, And then uh, Mary Patrick is following Mary Robert. So she goes to the bar across the street and she comes in like and just starts being a badass nun. Like people try to give her shit. And she's she's using the the nun habit to to great effect. Like she grabs a guy by an ear and she's like, "You sit your ass down properly." And the guy's like, "All right, I ain't fucking with a nun." Put some good tunes on the jukebox. Um, you know, orders. Uh, I forget what she orders, but it wasn't alcohol. A, a soda, soda, soda. Yeah. It was yeah. Just Coke. And then Mary I was Robert. Like, I was gonna pay for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I wondered about that myself. <laughs> um. Then Mary Robert busts in and um. Should call it. Sorry, it's had a huge pop up. Uh, show up. Someone else talk for a second. My computer's mutinying me on me. So basically, in 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 the scene, like like uh, Mary Roberts and Mary Patrick are like, well, you know, what are you doing here? Oh, you must be here here to 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 talk to the people and everything. We want to help. We want to help. And like she's like, no, not not not. Well, I was trying to help help get a car for for, for the for the for the for the, for the convent, whatever. Yeah. But um, you know, let's let's just leave. And then Mary Patrick's like, let's play some music. And like that's where you kind of see her like uh uh like she 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 digs she digs like more than just a, the, the 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 nun life, you know. She plays some mm-hmm. it's an old an oldie song, but she's you know singing and dancing and getting the She wants gravy. Yeah. She's getting like the, the crowd to dance with her, like she's including mm-hmm. people outside, which I think is, is like the work that's what they're supposed to be doing. So like that like changes how which, they how they see the, the, their jobs. This is starting to get into where I question this movie and we'll get into a bit more in a moment. But uh like she just grabs this one girl and starts dancing with her. I'm like, I don't see that going very well. What are you, what are you gonna do if a nun grabs you? You gotta yeah. you, you gotta. Uh if you say so. I mean, even me who like, you know, like I, I have trouble with religious figures and, you know, usually find them, you know, do not want to be around them. But like, if a nun grabs me and dances with me, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. But that's what I'm saying. Like I'm picturing this girl. If we had cut to the wide shot, she went to, like, she would have gone to grab her to, you know, be her dancing partner. And she would have jumped back. Like this lady had the mm. plague, like, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. You know, social distance, six feet apart. I, I like Mary Robert. She grabs her for like one second. Mary Robert's just like, Pew, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, all right. They go back to the convent and like, as they leave, one of the guys say to the other guy, like, if this becomes a nun bar, I'm totally out of here. <laughs> and then, um, you know, uh, Maggie Smith is working on her Harry Potter skills, like <laughs> immediately catches these three. 
Like, takes him in the office. Minus 50 points for Gryffindor. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> if they had just run back in and there was just a cat in front of them. Yep. <laughs> Wait, is, is, is she in Harry Potter? Yeah. And okay. she catches them sneaking around a lot. All the time. <laughs> um, so, Chiquat. Now, uh, it's the next day. Uh, and, um, you know, the Mother Superior. Also, is, just. Uh, if I can have a ruling, does that mean Kathy and Jenny is Ron? Uh, well, I mean, here's the thing: if if <laughs> if the uh, if the sneak into the bar full of the freaking goblins, might I? Uh-huh. Add, those are some freaking uggos in that bar. Yep. Um, so if they were sneaking into the bar, and I, I should point out that bar is one of those ones that has to be put underground. Yes. Because of the goblins. Correct. You have to well, go yeah. down a flight of stairs to get in there. Well, that, and, again, goes to this whole thing, that this untalked about part of this movie, which is pretty much on the streets, everyone else there, it, it's Mad Max. It's the beginning of Mad Max. Yes. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, it is like Skyrim, because you got Mary Robert who snuck into the bar undetected, so she must have, like, a hundred sneak, but... Kathy Najimy is like the NPC Lydia who just <laughs> runs in and gets you caught out. Knocks so over same, all the shit on correct, the way in. It's the same thing here. Like they're sneaking back into the convent, but she's just setting off the traps. Yeah. I think and the, and the bear is suddenly aware of you. She's getting slammed by that one like wall with the spikes That's, over yeah, and over again. Like, Which by the way, this is a roundabout way of saying it, but I'm pretty sure that means you agree she is the Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So all right, we get another version of the conversation basically between um uh Mary Clarence and Mother Superior that like, yo, you can't let the nuns outside. You know, it's not safe. You know, yeah. you can't you're you're exciting them for no reason. We got to stay behind the walls. You can't so, see them after midnight. Don't yeah. put them in sunlight. So now um, she's like, all right, since you're a singer, we'll put you in charge. Well, now we're not going to put you in charge of the choir. We're just going to put you in the choir. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. And so Dolores walks in there and the choir fucking sucks as usual. Yeah. It's hot, and, hot garbage. Yeah. And so <laughs> Dolores is just like, all right, I'm going to sit this one out. And Mary Lazarus is like, uh-uh, I see what's going on here. You're a ringer. You were brought in because, you know, you uh, you're going to replace me. All right, fine. Get them to sing. Here's the fucking singy stick. Do your thing. Whoa, whoa. And uh, what's the that? singy stick? Don't you mean the wand? <laughs> the wand. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But also, which, yeah. which lights up when she grabs it and like everything <laughs> floats around. Yeah. Uh, but also, I felt really bad for her in this part because she's like, no, yeah, I see you're a ringer. You were sent in to replace me. That's what's happening here, right? And then it cuts, uh, I think, Kathy and Ginny or one of the others is like, yeah, could you take over? And they like, yeah. immediately turn on her. Yeah. Everybody is oh, like, fuck her. She's Get like, her out. <laughs> this is straight up mutiny. Yeah. And they're like, yes, yes, it mm. is. Please replace but her now. I, I like how how um dolores gets around that though in a second so she fixes the choir in literally like one minute she's like okay how about everybody you know of the same class stand together you know how about we each get a note that we focus on have the the sister alma on the piano who is just fucking adorable over there the lady with the broken (laughs) hearing aid it's like alma check your batteries and um plays some plays three notes they sing a chord and so Mary Lazarus is like, fuck. But then she's like, all right, check it out, Mary Lazarus. You're going to have to make them work super hard because they are, they're abysmal. And this is going to be like, they got to practice all the time. 
and work really hard. And Lazarus is like, oh, that's that's my language. That's what I want. Like, let's do this. That's part of the reason I brought up the thing before, because this is the first time I noticed it was the thing, you know, this will be like, like hell. And she's like, oh, yes, it will be. Because like she said before, her old nunnery was hell and she loved it. So mm-hmm. hearing that this is going to be hellish, she's like, yes, I'm in. Yep. So, yeah, it's a good way to win her over. It's a nice All right. And it cuts like like basically you see like Dolores is like sitting in a room and is happy now because you can hear the choir like actually you know, going through the notes effectively. And we cut to the first performance of the the new choir of um, Hail Holy Queen. And like, so they start off and it's this like beautiful medley, like just, um, you know, how a, how a hymn you would expect it to be in a Catholic church. Um, and Maggie Smith's like, oh, good. She fixed the choir. Nice. And then, then the piano starts up, and uh, you, you like rock out to the second part of the song. And I just love this freaking song. This is probably my favorite of the movie. Um, and like, you know, people hear the the piano going, and they're like, "Oh, let's see what's going on in this church. Maybe we should try to breach this wall of garbage and go in there." Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, the Monsignor's just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like people came in. He's like waving them in again. This is where. I know it's a movie and whatever, so we got to kind of go with it. But this band I, of street toughs. Yeah, I yeah. call foul on the young ladies <laughs> that are just like, oh, this is awesome. Let's go check it. Like, no, no. Ladies uh, like music, Tony. Yeah. I, I know, I think, but. I think it's more of a, of a, they've been so used to, to having bullshit come out of this place for so long. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden something like, they hear, they hear like actual chords and actual music and like <laughs> like a yeah. good time sounds is being had in this place that, that, that's that been a shithole for so long like yeah i, gotta... I thought this place was abandoned let's so, check this yeah. out <laughs> yeah i think that's more of what it was yeah. like i gotta see what the fuck this i would is. say okay. you know there's uh like having been raised roman catholic and i think i'll uh one very heavy contributing factor to me being an atheist is being raised a Roman Catholic and with that boring ass like hymnals that they'd sing and like church was a fucking drag and I hated up, going to it. Yeah, and it was just it was rough my whole childhood going to church and I think that's one of the things that led to me questioning it. So like I remember um, I was dating a girl who lived in New London and she lived right near a church that was much more of um like there was all kinds of happening music going on in there all the time. And I, I remember there were times on a Sunday morning walking past that with her where I'm like, I kind of want to go in there, even though I know I'm not going to like, like any of the messages I hear, mm. like it still sounds like they're just having a really good time. And uh, I think uh, that's that same factor is at work here. Like, oh yes. But two things with that one is mm. you did not go in. I, I did not. But that's because I am well, yeah. a, am a hardcore atheist. That might Had be, I yeah, not that been, might be on more on you. I, I probably would have gone in there. The other thing is, and we kind of skipped over this before, but um, this uh, I I forgot what you would call this type of music with like um uh I will follow him and mm. uh, this is more more towards gospel than than, than well no no well I know there's the gospel music. element but the the uh, music she was singing in Reno I don't know what I forget what you would call that it's like whopper. 50s, 60s, like... Yeah, well, whatever yeah, they yeah. call that. But, like, they also show earlier during the montage, like, there's just kids on the street with a giant boombox that are playing this, and I'm like, no, that's... I, I don't think that's so, how that's so working. Totally. That was just to establish a theme, like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. music when it pops yeah, up. Like, yeah, the kids weren't playing this, this music, they're just playing music. 
Yeah. But also, well, no, it remem- was implied that they were playing this music because no, she's yeah. long. Uh, so I, I just also want to point out that early '90s uh, wasn't that when Rolling Stones did like dancing in the streets and like uh, that was in the '80s. Was in the '80s. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's like that's around that time period when all these like quote unquote rock bands started covering old like 50s yeah. So and like. Don't oh, forget, also, Tony. Those people that came in were literally the ones they danced with in the club the night before. It's the yeah. same kids. Oh yeah. So no, like, so like they they were extra intrigued at that point. Yeah. So like, and also, it's not like those kids could just pop in some MP3s. It's like you yeah. play, you listen to what was on the radio. <laughs> and well, what the hell else were they going to do that day? Right. You so know, like s- sit around the gar- the the blown out car across the street. So like, you know, I, like, I, I I grew up a uh, 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 raised in a Baptist church, whatever. So like. Mm-hmm. You know, music was like the choir came out three, three, three or four times, and you know, in the in the service and sang. Like it, it was like you know, much more you know, uh, up upbeat and uplifting, and like you know, got you in more like the music was like more in, involved with that. And everyone, you know, it, it was it was it was more fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. So while while we're talking about Rolling Stones with Dancing in the Street, if anyone has not seen the YouTube video of Dancing in the Streets without the the music, it's like one of the best <laughs> things ever. Okay. Uh, just that watch is- that. It's it's great. So anyway, um, so now uh, freaking Mother Superior's pissed, but everyone else is like, "Holy crap! That was the greatest thing that's happened here in forever." So um, Mother Superior's like, "All right, you know, we're you're going back to the old way with the choir. You're no longer the director. Mary Lazarus is in charge." Blah blah blah. Monsignor comes in and just fucking trashes all that immediately. He's like, "That was great." brought everyone in i want more of that that's like music from heaven so dolores freaking jumps on that and she's like all right so check it out mother superior doesn't want to say it she's too scared but she wants us to go out in the community and help people and maggie smith's like you bitch (laughs) 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 whatever the nun equivalent of that is uh so alien maybe yeah so now we get a second work montage we get a touch of love being spread throughout the community and um, I call bullshit here. This this idea that if you go out to a to an underprivileged community and help, things are going to get better. <laughs> Absolute piffle, hogwash. I also I feel I'm just joking. <laughs> I feel a little at odds with myself for this one because they mm. totally shut down small businesses. They're well, they're that's one thing shops. I wanted to debate. <laughs> but... Porn's yeah, just so, fine, Tony. Don't you worry. So porn's that's one. Well, yeah, no, that's one thing. Up I, is just fine. That's that one thing I wanted to bring up and argue because I've. That's one thing I've always been kind of uncomfortable with. Of like, that's still someone's business. I know it's not the business you want there, but well, to be like, fair, it's not like they were standing outside protesting. They were just hanging out, selling tickets for their fundraiser mm-hmm. to re- to renew the roof. Yeah, and no, people just they, felt guilty. Yeah, but Jimmy McCreepy suit is not doing. going in that porn shop with the nuns outside. What's on like, Jimmy yeah. McCreepy suit? If you're gonna listen, if you're gonna go get some porn, go get some mm-hmm. porn. If you oh. feel guilty doing that, then maybe there's a reason for that. Also, yeah. also, hold on. This is. I mean, like, on the one hand, it's close enough to just being, like, Girl Scout cookies in front of the Mm. thing or whatever, or, like, you know, some kind of charity work where they're like, hey, you just bought stuff, we know you have money, you probably have change, why don't you give it to us? 
which mm-hmm. is one thing, but they're also like they're surrounding this guy. They keep jumping in front yeah. of him. Yeah, like they're... do you do you want to read our pamphlet first? Do you want to uh, until he's like, no, so I'm done. Jimmy McCreepy suit. It's kind of like I'm going to have to assault a nun if I want to get my <laughs> porn today, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, maybe maybe they're doing something good for this porn store owner because like. Ten years later, the internet just destroys porn stores anyway. So, like, maybe this, sending him on the path now to coming up with a different business or to bring his pornography online and away from the church. Either way, probably (laughs) helped him out. The guy in there is the dude that was like, Pornhub. So we got this thing called YouTube. Why don't we make a red Red tube? tube. (laughs) So anyway. All right. So, you know, there's different stuff you know going on this work montage they clean up the neighborhood they take down the fortifications which are quite substantial zombie apocalypse i'd want to say there (laughs) yeah oh hell yeah yeah Yeah. the building already is like a practically a castle and then it's got like all these iron gates and bars on every window for that matter there's that whole thing about uh trying to raise money to fix fix the uh roof i'm Mm -hmm. like how about sell off some of that iron that's probably worth a good bit You know, and in a zombie apocalypse, it has its own garden inside too. Yeah. So they um they get some cars running. They freaking they take this busted ass Volkswagen, bring it in, make it into like a garden or whatever. Um, like a place. Yeah. yeah, and like is it? It's like you know, it's almost like you put time and effort into something that's run down, and it gets better. You know, you pay attention to people, and you know they start to want to improve. Yo. I also, uh, for real, I honestly thought they had, I was like, why did they draw like a bunch of like toucans or whatever on the wall? Mm-hmm. It took me a while to realize those were the nuns. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, they, they like they had the, the, the back of their habit. They made it like flying, like I, I guess they're flying nuns mm-hmm. uh, or like a floating like a cape, but it looked like a beak and stuff. It was just really weird. So. So the news comes by and is like, yo, this uh, this convent's doing really well and the community loves it. And I don't know why so many people are giving these nuns babies. and Because like, <laughs> they don't they want see- them anymore, child. Yeah. yeah, this is how a problem child starts. Yeah, Maggie Smith's yeah. like, I told you. I told you. This is why we had the gates. Look how many babies we have now. Freaking babies. They're, just yeah. pushing, them, they're pushing them into the sewer with a broom. like. Yeah. Yeah, everybody in the neighborhood was, you know, trying to give these babies away for years, but they had nowhere yeah. to go. Now, you just let them in. All right. Now so... suddenly we get some lady leaving an egg with a fucking baby in it. Like, oh, God damn it. So, um, luckily for uh, Vince, you know, he's he's trying to shoot pool while his wife is like, honey, look at the news. Look at this nun. And um, it's Dolores who's trying to block her face with a baby. What, what this is, is again, I'm like, screw you, lady. Like, come on. You yeah. are wit- in witness protection. The minute the news shows up, get your ass inside. Well, they kind of just rolled up on there real quick is what the movie is yeah. trying to imply. But yeah, she should have, she should, as an entertainer, have known where cameras are at all points. But anyway, so. Um, I just want to point out, like, this is, this shows, like, uh, was Vincent, whatever his name is. He was doing a good job of hiding her from his wife because his wife had no idea who yeah. the oh, yeah. was. <laughs> yep. So uh, Lieutenant Souther, however, he's he's drinking his screwdriver and cooking dinner, and he's like, he sees that, he's like, fuck, <laughs> and just <laughs> runs down to San Francisco. All right, and he it's so funny, like the the juxtaposition of 
uh, Dolores Van Cartier versus uh, Mary Clarence because he's like, I got to get you out of here. And she's like, no, nah, it's good. We're good. Everything's yeah, cool here. I got a performance. Yeah. He's like, yo, that guy's going to shoot you. And she's like, all right, well, I got to go perform. You want to come see it? And uh, we get the second musical number, My God. And it's cute as hell. It's just adorable. Friggin', um, you know, replace the words to my, uh, my guy with My God. And everyone, like like Tony said, that's, that's how you hear the song now. Um, so uh, they have their second performance. And Monsignor comes in and is like, yo, um, the Pope, he heard you guys are really cool. He's coming to the church. So uh, we got to move the blown out cars so he can park his Pope mobile. Um, <laughs> and uh, Maggie Smith is like, oh, okay. So because the Pope's coming, you know, he demands the utmost respect and humility. Let's do a traditional program. And everyone's like, you dumb broad. Like we're like, he came to see us rock out. So like um, Mother Shapiro's like, let's just put it to a vote. And everyone's like, what's democracy? <laughs> so like one, one of the choir people gives her like a pity vote. And then everyone else is like, no, let's do what we've been doing. And so, we'll count it um, up and tell you three days later. I don't, yeah. I don't think that was a pity vote. I think that was the old, that was the old Italian lady, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> All right. So Souther calls um, Dolores again and is like, check it out. 48 hours. You're free. You don't got to worry about any of this. And she's like, shit, I got to perform for the Pope. Like, can I just stay? And he's like, oh, whatever. Um, so then Mother Superior's like, well, I'm leaving too. Because you freaking whipped these ladies into a frenzy. And I'm not going to be here when the shit falls apart. Yeah. You leave and all this comes crashing down. You know how many babies are in the convent now? <laughs> like, it's all crawling with them. Yeah, it's crawling. I'm out of here. So... <laughs> I was so happy with just me yelling at them with no one in here but us. Yeah, we had a good thing going in our urban fortress of solitude. I'm now now just picturing the the rest of that scene, but like just throughout it, sprinkled in are like babies crawling on the floor, crawling on the ceilings, (laughs) crawling on the walls. It's like the cats. It's like the cats in Stephanie's house in um, Short Circuit. They're just everywhere. Yeah, when she's like, you know, I'm going to go where I'm needed, and she, like, opens the door, like, and pushes a couple babies aside, and she has to step over a few more. So, we got some some crack police work here, as this this one dude comes up with a folder uh, of shit about Dolores um, that he has to give to Lieutenant Souther, and this other guy, um, what's his name, uh, Detective whatever, he's like, He's like, oh, just leave it on my desk. I'll make sure it gets to him. That top secret information for Lieutenant Souther's eyes only. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, okay. And then um, he leaves. And the the other detective is a uh, detective Tate. That's his name. He um, He's like, I'm just going to look in this top secret folder. But unfortunately for him, Souther is, uh, he's coming back to get his car keys that he forgot. And the guy's like, hey, remember that thing you told me not to do? I just did it. Detective Tate has the top secret folder and catches Detective Tate relaying some information to uh, fucking um, to Vince. Well, so that's another one I kind of liked here because he doesn't technically catch him or maybe he does sort of. But like, we don't know what conversation he's having on the phone. We don't really hear it from the mm. other detective's point of oh, view. He just watching... comes in and cold cocks him. Yeah. Watching the movie in subtitles, it does say indistinct chatter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he just punches this dude really for no reason because the guy's not even trying to get away or anything. He's just like, 
punch. Well, not only Here's that, our bowl. Plug other it. Than, other than this dude, like, catching him on the phone, like, what actual evidence does he have that he's the mole? Like, yeah, like I mean, evidence is not circumstantial. Like, Well, he is, he's reading the file is the only thing. Like, he's got the file in his hand while he's talking to someone. That's yeah, fair. Like they, yeah. I think it was a weird editing, editing moment because... He starts conversation by calling Vincent, whatever. Yep. Um, so if they had had um, uh, Southard walk in at that moment to hear the yeah. start of the conversation, mm. then like the, the, the whole thing, they would, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Like he would be he, obviously right. he, he heard him yeah. start it and then he you know, went and punched him in the, in, in the face. But like, well, that's they the thing. Sorry, go. They, they could have like if they switched the moment when he calls with the moment that the guy tells Southard, they switched those two moments. Mm-hmm. Continuity wise, it doesn't change anything, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then it makes more sense that like, oh, he heard him start the conversation. Let me go. Let me go and 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 mm. punch him in his face and get him out of here. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it's you know, I think whoever was you know putting this together, they realized from the audience point of view, it's very clear what's happening. They're not realizing that from that detective's point of view, he has no evidence. He's just going based on, mm-hmm. you know, a wild accusation, basically, at this point. It's kind of like uh, I've seen, like, some clips of Among Us where people start out the game and they're just like, I hate this guy. I'm voting him off. And they send him off and he happens to be the imposter. It's just kind of like a dumb luck situation. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, fuck you. I hate your face. And you just happen to be right that they're the bad guy. <laughs> I, I did that once. There's this game. Uh, it's called like like Bang. It's like like an old Western kind of card game. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a, a a bounty hunter and like and the criminals and the, and the sheriff. And no, but no one knows who anyone is. And you have to try and shoot the criminals. The sheriff has to try to shoot the criminals, and the criminals trying try, try to kill the sheriff. Yeah. So you get to you get pull across and shoot. So like my first turn, I killed the guy like, right out of the bat. I had just right, right hands. He was like. That's a brave ass move. Like you could have, and I happened to have won the game in that one move. <laughs> like, it was like, nice. He was like, you had no idea who was who was what. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You only live once. <laughs> yeah. My favorite one of those. I don't know if you guys have ever played Secret Hitler, but um, yeah. you know, you're yeah, you're trying to uh, to either kill Hitler or prevent him from being elected. Yes, we, we played that next that day. Yeah, and there's there was um. So one of the the girl whose turn it was, like, they just passed a uh, fascist policy, and the result of that policy was someone has to die. And she's, she didn't want to kill anyone, but, like, we're like, no, you have to you have to pick someone. So she's like, all right, everyone who doesn't want to die, raise your hand. And everyone raised their hand except for one person who was like, I don't think that's a very democratic. And she's like, oh, you didn't raise your hand. Bang. <laughs> and that guy was Hitler. like that won the game (laughs) that is awesome so anyway uh (laughs) sometimes it works so back in the movie like um vince is like yo they forgot about me this movie forgot about me goons go get dolores (laughs) so um i don't know exactly what dolores's plan here is but souther gets in his airplane flies over drives right up to the convent is like yo we got to go now like you're gonna die and she's like yeah, we're going to perform for the Pope. And he's like, you're going to die. Like, don't. <laughs> so fuck that. You're out of here. And um, she's like, all right, well, just let me use the little nun's room for a sec and slips out the bathroom. And like, like, OK, you're going to run from the cops for like 48 hours. I don't know. This is I don't again... think she really had a plan there. Yeah. This is, again, that weird bit of like, 
she never seems to fully grasp what's happening. Like, it, at mm. first she's like, oh, I'm being put in a nunnery as a punishment. And then it's like, well, no, I'm being taken away as a punishment. It's like, no, we're trying to keep you alive. That yeah. is her, the goal. But her priorities are so different now because now that performance is, is what matters. Oh, like, yeah, her no, life. I get, I get yeah. that. But, it, like, at first, again, she's, like, you know, bitching about the food or whatever. And it's like. <laughs> You can walk out the door and get shot in the head whenever you choose. And then, and now it's like, yeah, you could perform, but you'll probably get shot in the head. <laughs> like, this, you can make that choice, but. Yeah. So um, the goons grab her and Mary Robert, who's Mary Robert comes up and is like, what if I forget my lines? And she's just like, you're going straight to hell. I'm just kidding. Um, and the, <laughs> like the goons grab them, throw them in a car, say that they're going to the Moonlight Lounge. And um, they're starting to drive away and uh, like they come to a, like a stop for a trolley and freaking Mary Clarence just opens the door and pushes poor Mary Robert out as the car's driving away. Good thing she only weighs like 80 pounds because like otherwise, like if you did that to me, I'm just splatting on the pavement and that's it. Um, and S Lieutenant Souther can run down a car like the T-1000 and fucking grabs Mary Roberts, finds out about the Moonlight Lounge. So Mary Robert goes back and rallies all the nuns. And Mar Mother Superior spills the beans, is like, check it out. You know, she's actually, you know, a, a lounge singer. We're trying to protect her from, you know, a horrible criminal. We got to go get her. And uh, Mary Lazarus is like, yeah, we can't leave it to the feds. So they, they're going to go save the day. They're going to fly to Reno by... Guilting the shit out of this. I call it a guilt beatdown on the helicopter pilot. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. It was so cringy to watch. To be <laughs> they honest. just throw everything at him and they get him cornered against his helicopter, talking about like all his hair falling out and getting boils <laughs> and all that. Which that's bad enough, but I'm thinking just the fact that they're like, you know, oh, please, God, spare him. Don't let him be punished for this terrible, terrible deed he's doing. <laughs> When he's about to pilot a helicopter, yeah. I, that alone, I'm like, fuck like, you. God, please don't do all the Job stuff on him. Yeah. And by please don't, I mean, please do. So anyway, so this, this helicopter pilot's like, fuck it. I'm flying a bunch of nuns to Reno. And um, now, like, I really like Vince's goons. Because, like, he orders them to kill Dolores. And they're just like, she's a nun now. I can't do it. Like, it's just, they're, I find them... You know, it's funny how the, how they do it. But anyway, um, they're, they're like they're like class B goons. Yeah, you know, they're not they're not quite A material. Like they're good, but they have to, you know the, they they can't quite pull off the job all the time. Yeah, you know? but they're good Catholic boys, and they yeah they couldn't stand to. Uh... So the nuns are flying into helicopter, and they're all like, "Wow, it's Reno!" And uh, Mother Superior's like, "And Gamora." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the guns still can't waste Dolores. Um, so they're like, all right, we got it. Strip, get out of the nun habit. <laughs> and she's like, she drops down, starts praying, and they're like, fuck, you know, what are we going to do now? You know, we can't make her stop doing that. Dual nut shot. Bam. And, Which, again, mm -hmm. I, I kind of question, because, like, she had a good move there. They're like, we can't yeah. shoot a nun. I, yeah, they told her to strip, but, like... Mm -hmm. Just don't do it, because what are they going to do? They're probably not going to strip yeah. a nun either. Well, but, but the then, praying got them in a vulnerable position. Yes, but then she's like, you know, nutshot, and they're like, fuck, that supersedes everything. Shoot yeah. this bitch. Well, that's, <laughs> so, that's how it goes. You, you hit oh, me yeah. in the dick. Yeah. I don't care. I don't that's care who I'm you saying. are. It's kind of a questionable move, or at least it's a yeah. gamble, if nothing else, because, yeah, she totally lost any credit as a nun when she did that. So now they're they're chasing her through the kitchen again, firing bullets at her again. Yeah, yeah. 
And now, like, director's like, all right, we need a trailer shot. Nuns storm the casino, run across the street. It'll look cool in the trailer. Um, and the cops arrive now. Somehow the nuns have beaten the cops there. Now, I know they had a helicopter, but, like, you think a call to the Reno PD would at least, like, you know, get them at the Moonlight Lounge? You would think, right? Yeah. But they're movie cops, so they have to, by yeah. law, show up like five minutes later. Oh, yeah. No, the, the Reno PD is like, yo, we're not showing up till the antagonist is dealt with. <laughs> That's just how it is. So, um, the, I think uh, it's funny that there's one moment where, where she, she's, uh, she's uh, running from them. They're in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think she broke character for a hot second because she, she bumps into someone and they fucking. Eat. Yeah, they're done. The yeah, she's like, "Are you okay? Are you all right?" And yeah, she's like, she comes keeps running. Like, do you think like, that? You think so that was consistent. like intentional, or that was something like she actually knocked somebody out? I think, like, like for for a, like, because that 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 stuntman like sold it. Yeah, good. I think for a minute she thought she hurt someone for a hot second. I was like, "You okay? You all right?" And then just kept. Yeah, running. I do kind of feel like that was probably like it was intentional. She bumped into him, but she hit him harder than expected, and was yeah. like, "Oh, like, wait a minute." That. Yeah. So now we get a Benny Hill sort of thing where we got nuns running around the casino. We got cops running around the casino. We got Vince and his goons are running at some nunception going on. Um, <laughs> essentially, like Vince, he finds out he's like, hello, babe. And uh, it's Mary Lazarus turns around and she's like, hey, sweetheart. And um, freaking like they're they're doing they're stalling for time. Great in the casino. So I don't know why they all try to go out the back door instead of just going out the fucking front door right. <laughs> as a crowd of nuns that everyone will look at um, and waiting there for the cops. So uh, they get cornered in the back room. Vince and the goons got them. And again, like the nuns all try to protect uh, Dolores and Dolores steps out of the nun crowd. She could have like Assassin's Creed at that for a few minutes and blended <laughs> in there. Yeah. Um, so again, there's another pause where no one wants to shoot the nun. Even Vince is having trouble. And then Lieutenant Souther fucking shoots through a, uh, a two-way mirror and blasts Harvey Keitel in the arm. And um, that, then another like trailer line here where uh, Mary Clarence is like, you know what? Bless you. Um, and I'm then little, what's that? I'm a little surprised at this because I was kind of expecting a uh, like a, a, a Spartacus situation where the nuns would just crowd around and like, like you gotta get through all of us. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what they were trying to do, but no, uh, no, they were hanging back. <laughs> well, they well, no. I mean, when they first come in, she's yeah. in the back. I think that was their plan. But Sister Mary Clarence was like, "No, I can't let you do that." I have the power of God and anime on my side. I'm not <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of this. So, although to be fair, this went a lot better than the other time Harvey Cartel dealt with nuns. I believe the same year. So. Mm. Saying. Um, so Mother Superior's like, fuck it, I'm staying. I'll I'll deal with the babies somehow. <laughs> you know, grow up eventually, I guess. Sell them this to time, John Ritter. I guess I'll just try to sustain our efforts rather than just fucking be like, I'll, you know, be there when it falls apart saying, I told you. So Oh my uh, god. Hmm? I just realized, you know, this movie, nineteen ninety two, we just didn't uh, stay tuned from 1992, mm-hmm. which means we got uh, uh, Mother Superior here, who's mm-hmm. getting handed all these babies she doesn't want. We got Jeffrey Jones hanging around, who wants the babies for his mm-hmm. evil deeds. Come on. We have a whole other movie we could do here. That's <laughs> some crazy saying. stuff happening in 92. Oh, 
boy. Anyway, little Mickey, Tony. We we got a we got a special episode yeah. of Smart Guy. Yes, gentlemen, we 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 got to perform for the Pope. Yeah. So we go or and we do that. Some guy with the head. Yep. Yeah. From the back, a lot of people look like the Pope. So yeah. we get the third musical number. I will follow him. It's badass. Uh, you know, it's by the end of this, you can't not be happy by the end of this song. It's just such a fucking powerful, like surge of emotion. Whoopi Goldberg's looking like a brand new God up in the, on the altar there, like all worship me and how awesome I am. And the Pope's the Pope's like, I bow to your freaking awesomeness. And, um, you know, and we just, we, we end the movie there basically like she looks at, um, mother superior, mother superior's like, you did good. And uh, you end the, end the movie. Also, I, and maybe it was just timing, but I thought it was a little weird. They show the Pope actually stands up for the standing ovation, uh-huh. but the Cardinals next to him do not. Well, they ain't used to that happening. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, I, I don't. They're like, well, this is like, highly unusual. Yeah, I feel like oh, they most unorthodox. <laughs> oh, oh, I meant to say, oh, this is highly unusual. Oh, so well, you're saying also, there are a bunch of other Maggie Smiths that need to. Go through the whole movie to finally love her and stand yeah, up. Yeah, this is pretty much mm. well. I never the motion picture. Yeah. <laughs> also, like those cardinals, a lot of them have very rickety hips, and it's they're trying. It's they're true. just. I did think of that. Yeah. Their, their progress bar for standing up is just starting <laughs> to fill. <laughs> like, so you know, none of them have cast stand without effort. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway. Uh, we get oh, for the end credits. We get a cool little montage there of um, of different magazines with Dolores on the cover, um, and yeah, the movie ends uh, with another another song by the choir in the credits, uh, doing "Make Me Want to Shout," and uh, yeah, that's it. Sister Act. Yeah. <laughs> Tony. Yeah. What is? So- Chuggalug stealing tomatoes from a garden at a monastery or co- uh, convent. I have to say about this. It says that's definitely a sin, and she's going to hell. Wow. No, um, again, I don't know if this is a good reflection of how it was treated when it came out or not. Uh, originally came out in theaters, I should say. But uh, critics gave this a seventy-four percent. Audience gave this a sixty-five percent. That's their thoughts and opinions. What about you and yours, Brian? Yo, I love this movie. Like, um. Now, I, I enjoyed the, the, the second one much better, but this movie, like, is to me, is pretty solid. Uh, the, mo- the beginning is a little bit slow, but, like, Whoopi's hilarious. You know, the, 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 the cast around here fits well with her. Um, and, like, you know, the, the, it, the, the songs were, for, for this time, this, this, this was before South Park did, did their Faithless One episode. So, like, yeah, this was, like, like, new and funny, you know what I mean? Like, to, to, to be changing around, you know, Secular music to to fit to fit you know uh, uh, the spiritual world and stuff. So I, I dig it. I, I still like it. All right, Rob. Even though "Gimme Gravy Tonight" is probably the dirtiest song ever written. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I'm, I'm I'm gonna gonna mirror what Brian had to say. This movie was a lot of fun. Like I said, uh, the first like the first bit didn't really catch me. But like once she got to the convent and there was actually like interaction with all the, the other nuns and stuff, I was totally I was totally on board. This is one of my wife's favorite movies. Uh, now we've done two of her favorite movies already. We did uh, Cool Runnings and uh, Sister Act. She refuses to join us. Just join at all, us. But, but uh, no, I really enjoyed Be it. And Sharon, I, join <laughs> us. And I could easily see myself watching this again with her. 
um, and, and, and enjoying it very much. The music was great. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Joe, I dare you to try to hate this movie. I fucking dare you. Like, unless you're John Stanley, like, I dare you. Um, it's it's <laughs> oh, just... Oh, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just... You're so goddamn happy by the end of it. It's just... A, it's a cute movie. The music's awesome. Like, one of the nuns is really hot. Uh, that's... <laughs> That's about all I gotta say. It's good. It's just fucking good. Whoopi Goldberg kills it. Everyone does a good performance. I love me some Maggie Smith. It's just, it's just awesome. I mean, just look at the round table we have here. We've got atheists. We got Christians. We got whatever the hell y'all's alls are. We got some whatevers. <laughs> yeah, and and we're all enjoying it. Yeah, we haven't heard what Tony thinks yet, but yeah. Oh, oh well, yeah. actually, and this movie does not really try to preach to you at all. Like no, it's it really just. Doesn't. It just uses the convent as a setting, and it's actually for the religious aspects of it. It's not like God comes and saves anybody or you know no. anything like that. Like Kevin it's just Sorbo does not show up and give a weird speech. Yeah, that the the atheist professor doesn't renounce his atheism at the end. It's just it is what it is. Yeah, um, yeah, I I take that dare and I'll, I'll go with it. This movie is hot garbage. I fucking hate it. No, you uh, lie. I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Uh, no, this movie is fine. Like, I, I don't think it's it's certainly not one of my favorite movies, but there's a reason like why I, I know of only really watching it once when we rented it. I'm sure I've seen it before because this is the kind of movie like if it shows up on TBS, I'll probably end up leaving it on uh, like a good lazy Sunday hangover kind of situation. You could certainly have it on or whatever. It's just nice, harmless fun. It's enjoyable. Uh, yeah, it does drag a little in the beginning, like Rob said. It's it's a little, you know, off, I guess, but it, not terribly. And it gets to the convent quick enough, so it's fine. Um, I also feel like on the more religious end, if anything, well, well, not only not really being super preachy or anything, if anything, it's a good message on both ends because it's showing both uh, she could be a better person by, you know, following some of the rules of the convent, but she could also remind them of some of the stuff they should be doing because uh, Maggie Smith there was all that, you know, like we got to hide in this place. It's dangerous out there, but it's, you know, that is the idea is to try and help those people. And so, yeah, I think it, it you know, it's really good. It's got a good message. And yeah, the music is fun. So, yeah, enjoy this movie. Moral of the story, if you're going to open your fortress convent up, expect a lot of babies. Yes. <laughs> uh but yeah so i we i feel safe in saying we, uh, uh, we all recommend having a good baby plan and we all recommend sister act yeah, so that does it for that episode we want to thank you matt again for sponsoring this episode happy birthday thank you, matt. jen for yes. having happy birthday jen birthday. for being happy a baby birthday, that jen. wasn't swept into the sewer by a bunch of nuns and uh listen want to thank everybody else for listening glad to you were Put in the rivers of Gotham, sent down into the <laughs> zoo. <laughs> and, you know, at least your nose isn't gushing blood. So, for everybody else, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you want to hear our older episodes, you can find all of our archives at www.4ampodcast.podbean.com. You can, of course, support us by picking up some merch. Uh, we got t-shirts and all kinds of fun stuff at teespring.com slash 4ampodcast. You can help support the podcast and get access to patrons-only content at patreon.com slash 4AMpodcast. And, of course, if you'd like to sponsor an episode or just have a question or comment for us, you can contact us at the4AMpodcast at gmail.com. Anything else, gentlemen? Batman ever have to fight a nun? 
Uh, probably. I'm I'm sure Joker probably dressed as something. Oh, that definitely mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. I don't know of any specific. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Joker would pro- would definitely have to be in a habit at one point or another. Oh yeah, that definitely happened. Okay. So in the meantime, gimme gravy on my mashed potatoes. You didn't say your holy prayer right one time. Now I'm a super villain nun. Gimme, 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 gimme gravy tonight. <laughs> gimme gravy or pearl necklace. Which is the which is the dirtier song? Uh, all the... over my face. Uh, the blood of Christ all over my face. Wow. Well, that, that that was the deliberate. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, never... oh, oh, yeah, are no. You... Like, well, first of all, the gravy is what is like. It wasn't intentionally dirty. It's just yeah. dirty gravy oh. on my mattress. Yeah, there's another one I can't remember now. Fuck. Uh, I think Cartman, it sounds like you're in love with God. <laughs> what, you don't love God? <laughs> um, I think Pearl Necklace, I think they knew better by the time of Pearl Necklace. So I think Gimme Gravy has the uh, the edge. I, I still feel like Gimme Gravy, they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, and, and on top of that, it gets played like everywhere at work. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of those, though. All right, I got to pee like a mother. Mm -hmm. Let's end this episode out. Say goodbye, everybody. Deuces. Adios, and happy birthday, Jen. Happy birthday, Jen, and good night, everybody.